Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound is episode 420. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, of course. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane, as he is rocking them switches. That, that get that slow fade. That's very slow fade. <laughs> I can still hear it a little bit. Yeah, it's a good little stuff. bit. Good stuff, man. Four four twenty. Four twenty. Light them up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be a weird episode. We don't, there's not a whole lot of wrestling to talk about this week, man. Dude, none at all. Literally, nothing has happened in the wrestling world. Nothing this past has week. happened. Uh, not true at all. We have a ton to dive into. We even got some movie and TV talk and some pretty fun toy talk. So, um, I mean, normally this is kind of where we just BS, but there's so much wrestling talk. I feel like we should just dive into it. Let's just hey hey Stone Cold. Why don't you come talk to us? Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bane take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Man, Stone Cold didn't make any news this week, did he? Nope. (laughs) What? Uh, so that's the first thing. I mean, it makes the Wait, most sense. Before we get into that, I, did you did you see Brock Lesnar Stone Cold impersonation on, on the Pat McAfee yes. podcast? Yes. I How did. fantastic was that? Beautiful. I love seeing Brock Lesnar with a personality. Like it's just it's been one of my favorite things this past year. Dude, I always thought thought he was super entertaining. It's weird that I th- I felt like they kept him very stoic. Well, they did for a long time. They the did. first thing I remember him do like this second run. First thing I remember him doing was the beatbox with the money yes. in the bank. Yeah, I'm like that was kind of funny. Yeah. But I remember, like, when he was feuding with Eddie Guerrero, him coming out with, like, a big sombrero yes. and dancing around. Like, that was... Well, mariachi band or yeah, whatever. Like yeah, like, it was, it was funny. And then, like, yeah. him getting on Stone Cold's ATV and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm kind of glad that they're, like, okay, let's drop some of the UFC stuff and, like, let's just... Let's let have you, fun. Like, I, I think him as a cowboy is hilarious. Well, funny thing, that's him. Exactly. That's legit him. And that's what's funny about it. Actually, Travis Fowler was telling me, he's like, man... Brock Lesnar doesn't do podcasts often, but when he does them, dude, it is some informative stuff. Yes. Did you hear what he said about the Seth Rollins uh, getting attacked by the fan? No. 
someone said like, well, a few few months ago, you know, this fan came out of the crowd and attacked Seth Rollins. He, and they're like, what would you do? And he just stopped the guy. And he goes, I fucking dare somebody. It's going to attack Brock Lesnar. And I thought that was such a funny answer. Yeah. But like, because <laughs> I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, like, right. Yeah. Unless you have a freaking death wish or something. Right. But yeah, absolutely. I just thought that was, I thought that was amazing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's also showing that he's having fun. Yes. And I think that's infectious. People dig that. Absolutely it is. So I think that's that's cool stuff. Um, and speaking of Stone Cold, I think Brock Lesnar doing another Broken Skull sessions. I mean, he did that, the Stone Cold podcast, but yes. that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. So I think if they did another one of those, that'd be very, very fun. Absolutely. But speaking of Stone Cold, the rumor is, Big Underscore Bane, he's going to be wrestling at WrestleMania in Dallas. Hell yeah. Possibly Kevin Owens is the named opponent. Kevin Owens cut a pretty heelish promo about hating everything that's Texas, which is, I mean, it's as 80s as you get right there. Oh, yeah. But this is this could be fun now. I feel what, like that's Kevin Owens' dream match right there. Well, of course. Yeah. Like, who, like it's everybody's dream match. Right. Um, Even me not being a wrestler, that's the one guy I would want to wrestle if I was a wrestler. And so if you're Kevin Owens... I mean, to be fair, right? They did get him to resign recently. I wonder if that was a caveat. Maybe. You, uh, you, gotta, you gotta let me wrestle Stone Cold if you want me here. Could be. Or like <laughs> that. Well, Stone Stone Cold's coming back next year. Okay, I'll resign. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he is doing the stunner. So right. um I don't know. I think this is a cool thing. I didn't see this coming at all. No. He well, felt Stone Cold's been pretty adamant that he's never getting back in the ring. He's been pretty adamant. But here in the last several years, especially with Goldberg and now and Brock, we've seen these guys work the limited schedules. Yeah. Uh, I think Goldberg does like two to three matches a year. Yep. I feel like Stone Cold could do that. Yeah. And maintain that for two or three years. Yep. Edge Just is three do, matches a year or something like that. Edge is doing a limited schedule. Like at least yeah. they're still doing their TV appearances to promote the matches, but they're not wrestling yeah. every night. And I think that's where the body gets torn up is when you're doing four or five nights a week or every single night on a European tour. Yeah. That's when you get beat up and you can't go long. But honestly, to me, this strategy if they want to be a considered a television company, which I think is what they're going for, mm-hmm. super smart. I mean, like in 2017 when Goldberg had that last match with Brock Lesnar, and I know me and you aren't the biggest Goldberg fans, but I didn't think, oh yeah, 2022, this guy's gonna be having matches, right? You know, I mean, you don't right. assume that. Not yeah. that many years later, so he it seemed too long even then. So if Stone Cold comes back and like, because I know he's mentioned he wants to wrestle Brock. Okay. There's a rumor of him. And you know and, he's got to do the job there, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, he doesn't have to lose every match. No, 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 no. But there's also, I guess, a rumor of him doing a thing with Goldberg, which, let's be honest, that's another dream match, right? At least from 98. A 98 dream match, yeah, because we got Stone Cold and Stone Cold Light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of other, like, him and Kevin Owens is not a match I thought I wanted to see until... It happens, but think about Stone Cold Roman. That would be good. Yeah, absolutely, would be yeah. good. So, if he if they're able to get him on board for two to three matches a year, mm-hmm. like, dude, that's a that actually is the I and I've said this for a while. I want WWE to get me excited again. They may have just done it. Yeah, that's that, I mean, it's a hell of a way to do it. It's a hell of a way to do it. Um, so yeah, hope, we'll see, we'll see. I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's. I actually kind of hope this is just my personal opinion. They don't announce Stone Cold at WrestleMania. They they shouldn't. And then and Kevin Owens just keeps doing these anti-Texas promos. Give him the live mic. Let him talk all the way to the ramp, talking shit. Yeah. And the whole way, and he gets in the ring, and like, there's no one man enough from the state of Texas to beat me up. I know this is not riveting television, 
But when you hit that, when you hear that glass shatter, it's all about that cheap pop, right? Yeah. But, but how good of a pop would that be? Hey. That that will be bigger than the Hardys. Yeah. Returning at WrestleMania. Well, you're talking hometown. You know, I'm a hometown hero. Hometown hero, biggest star of the industry. Yeah. At least for a time. Holy shit. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that is that would be amazing. He's the one legend that I know of that hasn't come back for a match. Yes. Uh, I mean, because from that era. I mean, obviously, The Rock's been back numerous times. Yeah. But, I mean, Hulk Hogan just wouldn't even leave. For Sean the did the time. one match. Sean, Sean already did his match. Um, I mean, he's the, he's the last one left that we haven't seen in a match yet. Yeah. So, I think that will be that will be pretty cool, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's it's that's a moment, though. Yeah. Like, if they just don't announce it, they don't even say anything. Then, yeah. bam, he hits, and he's in the trunks, he's in the boots, yeah. he's in the vest. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That will be that could potentially be one of the biggest moments in the last decade. Think he's in think he's in wrestling shape? Well, they I've heard that he has a ring yeah. at his place and he's been training. So Hell yeah. Again, no one knew anything about this until just recently. Right. But it's kinda of, now that people are kind of discovering information, it's kinda of like, hmm, I wonder. I'm cool with the rumors happening as long as they don't officially announce it. I, I don't think they should. Yeah. I but mean, th- there's a lot of things that they announce that I don't think they should. Right. You know what I mean? Like WWE has a pretty bad habit of announcing things they should keep a secret. So I heard someone also mention they they think Roman should beat. I don't can't remember who is he have a, a WrestleMania match announced yet? It's him and Brock, it's right? Him and Brock. He beats Brock, mm-hmm. and then you know afterwards he's standing in the ring holding the belt up and if you smell, see that that match has got to happen sometime. But think about if Rock faces face to or, may, or maybe the next night on Raw. I don't know. Right, they're face to face. And they announce it for one year at WrestleMania, like they did with him and Cena. Yeah. So that means that he's got to have the title for another year. <laughs> but why not? Right. Yeah. He's been a great champion. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I'd be fine with it. Right. I mean, I think that would be fun. I I personally like the yearly buildups because I thought the I thought the matchup between uh, him and Cena that first go around it was so well done because all the promos between The Rock because. It, the Cena was obviously full time, so he would have like little programs in between. But like The Rock, he would just chime in every now and then with this promo and, and cut the scathing promo on on Cena, you know. And it was just it was really cool to see, you know. Yeah. And then of course the face to face interactions that they had were like insane too. But well, I mean, you look at all the stuff that they could potentially do. Like imagine in twenty twenty two having The Rock and Steve Austin on the same show again. Yeah. It's not. It's insane. And you know they got to meet backstage at some point. Too, and this right? all. I mean, you've also said this too. Big underscore Bane's over here predicting the damn future. Call me Nostradamus. <laughs> Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said with them releasing all this talent, they have they they're bringing in some celebs. Yeah. I think you called it right there. It's not who we thought, but I think that's, that's exactly what they're doing. That's literally what they do. When you see a big influx of releases. There is always a celebrity to follow. Mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville was the guy too. I mean, now they're bringing in Stone Cold. I mean, there's there's it's budget cuts, yes, but it's budget cuts because they need to be able to afford these guys. Yeah, and so anytime you see a big influx of releases, you can guarantee somebody's coming in, whether it's somebody we want to see or not. You remember uh, Bull Dempsey? I remember him saying in a podcast when he was released, like three other guys were, mm-hmm. and he said, then you know, a month later, Shinsuke signs. Yeah. And they signed him for more money. Yeah. So they cut three that they didn't need. Yeah. Signed a guy, and there it is. Now it's even. Yeah. But 
they were like, well, Nakamura is more important than these three potentially talented it's, guys. It, it's kind of it's kind of shitty individually, but like business smarts, it makes yeah, sense for sure. Well, another individual made a lot of news recently. His name is Cody Rhodes. Yes. Um, so I feel like Cody Rhodes bled AEW, right? Oh, literally bled AEW. Yeah. To me, he. So I actually told my parents about this last night. My mom's like, "Well, how can he leave? I thought it was his company." Yeah. Like, well, I think everybody thought it was his company, right? And so Cody Rhodes has basically announced within the last few days that he's le- he's left AEW. Tony Khan made it a little announcement, and the rumor circulating is that he is WWE bound. Yeah. He left there in 2016 after frustrations, some indie bookings, Ring of Honor, New Japan. And then eventually, and even an impact for a little bit, and then eventually, I'll tell you, New Japan Cody was the best Cody. Sure, yeah. But then he eventually uh, starts up AEW with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and then Tony Khan, mm-hmm. and they were all EVPs um, of of this organization. And obviously, AEW's grown to new heights with a bunch of new talent late, lately. Yep. Cody was known to be working without a contract. He even said on live TV, that's not a, that's not a rumor. It's the truth, Mm -hmm. but I didn't see him going anywhere. I didn't either. Why? Like, I mean, that's, I think that's the biggest question, right? Why is he leaving? Why? I mean, I, I've heard money. I've heard he's not a booker anymore, but I mean, I'm sure he was, is he making top, top pay? Probably not, but he's got to be up there. He's in the conversation for that. It, it might not be top pay in, in consideration of Sting and CM Punk, but I guarantee you he's top 10. Sure. You know what I mean? But the, th- the thing also, too, is, like, you know, he kind of he kind of booked himself into a corner pretty early on in AEW. I mean, he made it to where he can't be in a program with the heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I don't know how the business works, but I've always heard that you get more money in those higher-up programs. And so, like... Yeah, I mean, but I mean, are these guaranteed contracts? I think they probably are. Yeah. So I doubt that even matters. Maybe not. Um, again, I don't. I don't know how their contracts are structured, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I mean, like, I he kind of pushed himself down on the card. You know what I mean? And then because he wanted to be the workhorse, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and it also he wanted like you know you as as the face of a company, you don't want to just put yourself over all the time. You know that's going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're doing the right thing, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I feel like it got to a point where I think, I think some things have happened in AEW that have made Tony look bad over the past few years. I think of like the, uh, uh, oh, the Sammy Guevara incident where he got caught uh, talking about how he would rape Sasha Banks or whatever, things like that. I mean, because that lo- all looks bad on Tony. And then, of course, the... Uh, I mean, that one was a weird the, one, like, because that was like, that took place before he was. The, I know, but, but he's, it's he's context. In, right. And, and it doesn't matter. He's still saying it. And then what's a dude from the acclaimed caught heat, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's one of those things, like, I think after a few of these incidents happened, Tony was like, I need to be more hands on. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably when he started taking over the booking, taking over all the edit, because he said he was going to start editing Rampage himself, or maybe it was Dark or whatever it was. Well, I think both shows. But like he was well, like, he even, I'm, I'm doing it myself now. Well, he even said, he goes, I watched the shows, but I wasn't hands-on. Now I right. need to be. And I'm right. like, well, 
Yeah, you do because it's your name on the company. Yes, right? it's it, your. At the end of the day, these guys can be the face of the company. That's fine, but it's your company. There's really why Vince McMahon is in charge because it's his company, right? Like, I don't know. No, I, I completely get what you're saying. So, with all that said, um, is it a loss of power? Is it lack of money? It, why? Why do you think he went? Because here's my thing. Like, if you left this company because he's like, okay, I, I, I'm going to write the shows now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to book the talent or or whatever it is he's doing. And you know, Cody is still heavily featured. Mm-hmm. He still was doing his reality show and judging that other show and. He was doing stuff, and I'm sure could have gotten time off whenever he wanted it. Yep. No problem, because he just had a kid. Lighter work schedule in general anyway. Sure. So to leave that, now you're going to WWE. Is it more money? Hard to say. Probably not more would be my guess. Not when you factor in your work rate. Right. But also, too, like Saudi Arabia, a lot of international travel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that wears on you. Yep. Uh you're losing pro wrestling tees. Yep. That's, that's got to be huge because I know WWE does not pay nearly the same on merchandise. Nope. So you're losing all that. And you're definitely not going to be a booker. So you're yeah. not, ga- are you gaining anything? Unless your contract is like way more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it's one of those things like maybe he worked out a deal with, with, you know, the merch. Maybe he worked out a deal where he gets more percentage on merch. Mm-hmm. Maybe he worked out a higher, you know, guarantee. I mean, I, I really don't know. I mean, there's got to be some reason why he would be okay. Another thing that I thought of, and I don't even know how this would work, but I thought maybe he's going over there to get some of the dusty names, dusty trademarks and things like that. Cause I know the dusty roads classic is still happening and maybe he's going over there to make sure his name is attached to that. Mm-hmm. And the war games thing, maybe he's going over there to get that name. You know, I mean, I don't know. But, but how does he get that? Well, and that's just it. I don't know how that would work, but like maybe there's a way he's, thinking he can finagle it i i really don't know but like i i just to me that there's not a whole lot that makes sense as to why he would even want to go over to wwe other than the fact that it is still the biggest company in the world and it probably always will be until it closes its doors i still think there's something happening that we're all not aware of in AEW. yeah yeah, I mean it's a it, or or that or this is just a negotiation tactic from Cody to get more money ultimately, and it just didn't work. <laughs> maybe, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I mean, I know uh, Christian, I guess, was offered a deal from WWE when he returned at that Royal Rumble, which mm-hmm. was what a year ago. Yeah, and I guess they declined to offer more, and so he tried his hand at AEW, and they're like, "Go, go for it," and he that's where he's at. Yeah, and he seems happy. So I don't know. But I'll be honest, Cody was not the one I was expecting to jump. Definitely not. I, I, when I've said that in the past about a star jumping from AEW, I was thinking like Hobbs. I was thinking Brian Cage. I was thinking one of the mid card guys. I was not thinking one of the EVPs of the company. I, I don't. Here's my thing. I don't think Vince looks at them as like legitimate competition. No. I and I don't think, from a money perspective, they probably are. But Vince recognized. He recognized it was a blow to them, I'm sure. Yeah, well, and also, too, he's not hes not an idiot. He's been feeding them all these talent. You called it himself to, to drown them out. They, they can't afford Cody now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what does Vince do? He snags up their top guy. Snags up the face of their company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, So you kind of called that one, too. I mean, it's it's one of those things like, 
now Tony realizes like I only got so much money to play with here. But even with that, I didn't assume that we would be seeing Cody leave. When I when I when I meant drowning them out, what I was thinking more was like going out of business as a company, not right losing talent. Well, but but Tony, I get what Con- you're saying, though, Tony though. Khan's a smart enough guy to where he's going to try to save it before he lets the the ship drown. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and not that not that they're struggling right now. I don't think they're struggling at all. But like, he's he's going to he's going to patch up some holes before he lets it drown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's one of those things. I think that's what he did with Cody. He realized like, well. If I keep you with more money, then I'm losing money. So, like, sorry, bud. You know, go do your thing. No, no. Yeah, I agree. It just, this is not at all what I was expecting, I guess. And no one's really talking about it being a work, which I think that's our first thought, right? We always think, oh, this is a work. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I think a lot of people, I've seen, I've seen random people say it's probably a work, but like, I, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like a work to me. It doesn't either to you me. Well, I mean? and I've seen enough people, like Amanda Huber, yeah. Brody Lee's widow, talked about it. Like, no, this is not a work. Like, why would we do that? Yeah. Well, that's true. So yeah, It'd I don't be a know. Weird it, thing to work. Well, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I remember getting messages from people after Brody passed, being like, "Is this a work?" I'm like, "Yeah." Why on earth would they? Say like why would like what what that would immediately kill the company if that was a work like what 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 good comes of that nothing nothing right it doesn't no you don't do that and and so but I think that's with pro wrestling we always assume nothing's real I guess which is a weird thing but it's the truth yeah so with this I don't know what does he do like is Cody here's another thing too man if Cody Rhodes is coming in you know who's he who's he work with because I would imagine he's gonna want to work with you know your Stone Colds and the rock and Roman reigns. If those guys are all indeed returning and it's going to be, it's going to be guys like Roman. It's, it's going to be the top guys. I mean, he's going to do biggie Kofi. I mean, the Bobby Lashley, you know, those guys, do you think in, let's say three years, do you think he's like, okay, I need to go back or what happens there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I he, cause what's going to happen is, so he's going to get pushed to the top guy. Some people have said three to four months. I think it's going to be a good solid year and a half. But he's going to reprise the role of Stardust, and that's when he's going to be like. You, you really think that? I absolutely. See, I, feel like, I feel like he would almost put that in his contract, like absolutely not, can't do that. Vince is the type of guy that probably still to this day thinks Stardust is money. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's it's going to happen. He's going to reprise that role, and it's just – it's just one of those things like, I don't know. Good luck, pal. I don't know. Just, I, I personally liked the Stardust gimmick, though. I'm I one did, of the few. I did, too. I thought he did great in that role. I I actually really, because I, I remember. He, I thought it freshened him up. And he changed a lot of his moveset when he became Stardust. Mm-hmm. And it really made his in-ring work, I felt like, work a lot better for him. And it just. I still think a big reason why he dyed his hair blonde is to really separate from that. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously Dusty and Dustin do that too, but I think that was also a part of it. Yeah, to try to like get away from like that Stardust because he had the dark hair there. Yeah. Now, one question I have is: Do you think anybody else follows him? Well, that's the thing. I mean, because if he's leaving because of booking power, does Kenny Omega leave because of booking power? Does the Young Bucks leave because of booking power? I don't see them going to WWE, but do they leave AEW? So here's my thing: I can't talk about this. Like, I truly understand here. I can only put it in this perspective. And you know this story. A lot of people don't. I was helping a guy kind of run a wrestling company here locally a few years ago, right? 
Yeah. He bought the company from someone else. And the time in which he bought it to his first show was like three or four months. And he kept telling me about all the changes he wants to do and mm-hmm. all these things. And I, and everything sounded great to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, awesome. I'm, I'm all in. I'm, I'm helping you out. I wasn't forking over money. Right. You know, I wasn't paying any bills. I was a talent, but I was also helping out backstage as yep. far as booking and ideas and this and that. And some were used, some were not, but I never pushed it because I'm like, Hey, it's your company. Yeah, exactly. It's not my money. It's not my ass on the line, so to speak, but I will throw my opinion out and kind of just hope for the best. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, after a few months, things started to change. Yeah. And, I'm sure in his mind for the better, in my mind it was not. Yeah. And I kind of stopped enjoying it, stopped having fun with it. So at a certain point, after a few, I don't want to say arguments, but a few discussions where it was just like we're not on the same page, mm-hmm. I just opted to leave. Yeah. Like I don't think I, and it was kind of his, it was a mutual thing. He was like, maybe you shouldn't be here anymore. And I, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. So I left. My thought on it was I agreed to come in here and help you out, and I'm going to do that. But now that it's not, what I want it to be, I'm not obligated to stay here either, right? This wasn't the handshake deal. Because here's the thing. Contracts aren't worth the paper they're printed on. Right. CM Punk said that in his Colt Cabana podcast, and he is 100% correct. Yeah. They are not worth the paper that they're printed on. Yeah. But, you know, like if you have a handshake deal, and then all of a sudden everything kind of kind of changes. Because here's the thing. Tony Khan had never run a wrestling company before. Right. And I'm not saying he's not a smart guy, because he seems to be. No, but he needed help, especially for those first couple of years. For sure. But now that, like you said, he's kind of more hands-on and kind of doing his own thing, because I'm sure there's times where he has to kind of pull the young bucks in and mm-hmm. pull all these guys. Like, no, we need to pull it in a little bit. Like, yeah. no, that's that's too far. Um, so I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, but, I mean, I don't. as far as I know, Cody hasn't actually signed with WWE yet. It's right. just, just a rumor. Just a rumor. So who knows, man? Yeah, I just, I, I'm curious about that. And I think what the problem is, is what should have happened from the very beginning was it should have been like, you guys are bookers, but you can't book your own storylines. Sure. That's what it should have been. Like, and you I think that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that's the, I think that was the problem in the nineties when Hogan and Hall and Nash were doing it. I think the problem is you a guy should never be allowed to book his own storylines because of course you're going to book yourself to be the top guy. Mm-hmm. If you're a performer, of course, why the fuck wouldn't you not? And I mean, so like it, it should have been like Tony Khan, like, sure, you guys can book matches. You guys can be bookers and control storylines, but you can't control your own. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in control of all the championship storylines always. And if that includes you fine, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. I think that's what it should have been laid out as from the beginning. And it, and it needs to be, there's got to be an ultimately a, a buck stops here. There's yes. got to be a boss. And, and and he should have been that from the beginning. He should have never allowed any kind of power to go to anybody's head. Well, and I look at it too. Like, look at Kenny Omega. The first year or two, he was not a top guy. No. He was in a tag team. He did great. Page, but he, and he was great. But once they put him in that top guy spot, he was also great there yes. too. But it was like, you have to recycle that in and out. Look at Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's wrestling Paige at the pay-per-view. That yeah. seems to be the plan. But he hasn't been in a top spot yet. Nope. But you can't have everyone in a top spot, right? right? Especially with all these big talents. Like, you have to push people all over the card, right? Yeah. And you have to, like Malachi Black, that guy will be AEW champion. Yep. Sometime down the road. But who was, last I saw, he was feuding with the Varsity Blondes. Right. Is he above that? Absolutely. But yeah. he's got to do something in the meantime because you can't just 
you know, you got to have feuds to to build upon, right? I, I, and to be fair, I think what they were doing was kind of like a Riverdale type story with those. I mean, I, I didn't pay attention to the storyline, but like Riverdale's kind of got that weird shit going on. Sure. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of what they were doing with that. Sure. But I mean, and, and I don't know, Cody's done a lot of stuff that, over the years where it's like, didn't he like do a fake retirement once where he put his boots in the ring or something? Yeah. And so I, I don't know, maybe he's just kind of in and out. I don't know. It's hard to know what anyone's thinking. I, I think he's a very insecure man yeah. is what I think. And I, I don't blame him. I mean, he's the son of one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. But I think that's a big part of it is that he's very insecure. I think he's ego driven. I mean, that's completely the opposite of insecure, but dude, I think to a certain extent, every wrestler is ego driven. I mean, because and here's my scenario. I don't know what he was making an AEW, but I would say it's over the seven figure mark, right? Yep. Would you not agree yep. easily? Yep. Right. It's so probably like double, like two, three, two, two to three, year. right? Yeah. Roughly. So good money. Yep. Is it better than punk or Brian? I don't know. I doubt it, but it's good for sure. Plus in a reality show. Plus, you know, um, you're a host on a game show, which let's be honest, Cody was not going to be considered for something like that. No, without this relationship with this company. Here's here's my question, though. If it's money. What on earth makes a man think who's Cody's age, who started in the business when these guys were at the top of their game? What makes you think that you deserve to have the same amount of money as them? I'm talking about like punk and Brian and stuff, punk and Brian and sting. What what makes you think that you deserve the same amount of same paycheck they get? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Like Cody Rhodes is fantastic. Ten years from now, he should be making that money. But like, I'll I'll be honest, and this might be controversial. He's not a main eventer to me. I think he can be. I I but I think he's the guy the star wrestles. I you know, but I I I think he I think he deserved to be AEW champion. I think he deserved it very at the very beginning. And being the champion is not the top guy, though. He's not. No, he's not the top guy. Well, but like I, I mean, I he, he's the face of the company to me. He absolutely is the face of that company. To yeah, me. I can't think of another person that fits that role better in AEW. I don't think Hangman Page is the face of the company. No, I well, but I don't think Hangman's the top guy. He's the champion. I, but, but look who, at Punk in WWE in like 08 when he was the champion. Was he the top guy of the company? No. Absolutely not. He was what, number five or six? Mm-hmm. But he was the champion. That's kind of part of the deal. But who's, so who's the top guy in AEW? In my opinion right now, it's Punk. You Follow, think so? I do, because I feel like he's the most featured. But I also think another guy that's right up there is uh, MJF. Okay. I can, I, I'd MJF, say MJF's, I can give you. MJF's the top heel. I mean, I don't know anyone that's arguing that. But yep. then, but then you look at like top baby faces, man, it's hard to say because it's so, it's so different, but like a uh, Moxley's up there. Yeah. Um, and again, it's all about how you look at stuff, right? Everything is going to be kind of factored in differently. Yeah. But anyway, my point is though, you have a good schedule, you have good perks, mm-hmm. you're making good money. Yeah. Are you so pissed off by your offer that you're willing to make yourself miserable for what three years probably yeah maybe five depending on the contract to go to another company that you left there because you were frustrated before mm-hmm. just to hurt this company yeah that seems like a i mean i'll be honest that sounds like a temper tantrum you know does it not to you yeah but i mean he also threw a temper tantrum when he left wwe in the first place sure he's 
again, he's kind of just like an insecure kid. You know what you I mean? You think that's what it comes down to? Yeah. I didn't expect this to be trashing Cody Rhodes hour. I'm not, I'm not, tra- I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking honestly. I sure. love Cody Rhodes. I like, I'm a fan of Cody Rhodes, but it doesn't change the fact that he's, he's obviously insecure. I mean, you can see it. Like he doesn't hide it. You know what I mean? Like it's, or if he tries to hide it, he doesn't hide it very well. Like it's pretty obvious. He's a very insecure man. And I think I think everyone in AEW is like as far as like the main guys you think of like Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Tony Khan. I think they're all very insecure men. Like they exude insecurity, and so like I just Cody fits right in with that. That's an interesting observation. I never would have thought about it like that, but I'm I think you're right though. Any I mean, t- anytime they take criticism, they get really defensive about it. You don't do that if you're if you're secure, like Vince, right? Yes, I mean Vince there's a doesn't lot- give a shit. Because he doesn't care what people think. Because he he knows well, that, what... I mean, I remember Cody getting trashed on Twitter, so he canceled his Twitter account. Yes, and the Young Bucks, anytime somebody talks shit about them, they're very defensive. Tony Khan, super defensive. And it's like, you, you're just insecure. Just mm. ignore that shit. Yeah, don't you worry know? about it. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Keep doing you, baby boo. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, that's a good point, though. But, I mean, I, I still think it's just such a weird move when you help more or less turn this company into what it is. You built that company. You you laid bricks down for that company. And like, how mad is he going to be if, like, because here's the thing. You're a cog in the machine. Yep. That company will succeed with or without you. Yep. Because that's how this business works. AEW may not. You don't think? I think it will. I, I, think, I, I think it could be a first bad step for AEW. It could be. And I think. But uh, here's another thing, too, though. If you lose Cody Rhodes, I did free up a hell of a lot of money. Well, it did, but my my thinking is is like Tony Khan being the sole booker is probably not a good idea. He's so green in professional wrestling. But that, is a booking committee the right idea, where everyone's got their own ideas? I think a booking. I, I mean, I think Tony Khan would be a good last say because he's a fan, mm-hmm. and I think he recognizes when something's good. Yeah, but. He he shouldn't be not not three years into the wrestling business. I don't think he should be booking a company that's nationally featured, yeah, or internationally featured for that matter. I mean, I think he should be he he should probably be the final say, but I don't think he should be the only guy doing it. I think he should have like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, helping out. But he like I mentioned earlier, but they probably are just unofficially. Well, and I mean, like I remember when Andrade signed, like there was something about he had creative control. And yeah. I'm like, well, everybody kind of has that to a certain degree, right? I mean, like, you can't just force someone. Well, everybody in AEW does because they get to choose what the hell they're doing, you know? Sure. I mean, like, and I mean, there's, I mean, I, I'm sure Jericho probably wasn't super keen on American Top Team initially. Yeah. But then he probably started thinking, like, well, wait a minute. These guys might get some internet, like, some coverage, like SportsCenter, ESPN, that type of stuff. Because Junior Dos Santos is a former UFC champion and all yeah. that shit. You know, like, there's, there's, uh, there's star recognition there, yeah. I guess, if that makes sense. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens here. But because um, Cody, I guess, is free and clear, and he can show up anywhere he wants. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does, man. Um, Here's the thing: now, unless he is booked as top top guy, everyone's going to criticize the shit out of him. I, I don't. I think everybody's going to feel bad for him in WWE. I don't think so. I, I, so. I don't feel pity for the guy. He was making good money and he left. Yeah, but I, I, I he saw greener pastures. I think the majority will feel bad for Cody, like recognizing that he made mistakes. But I think people will be like, "Damn, poor guy. He was this over here, and now he's doing this." 
Uh, He's wrestling Happy Corbin. That sucks. Poor guy. No, but like that's your choice, though. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like I don't. But when it all comes down to it, everything's our choice. Sure. I don't know, man. It's definitely interesting to see what happens. But I mean, I saw a meme that showed an image of him holding up a belt, and they cropped in the WWE, like the Universal Title. I think Mm -hmm. said this is what he hopes happens. But then, like they the twenty four seven. Yeah, and and I'm like, I mean, it kind of makes you wonder, right? Well, I mean, hell, they had Jeff Hardy chasing the twenty four seven title, like fucking Jeff Hardy. Yeah, a couple months before he left. Yeah. So yeah, that's. And that's the thing is like that was another like Jeff Hardy's probably coming in. I don't see how he couldn't be. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt Wyndham, I, I still think is a pretty good possibility. Yeah. At some point. So you have all that. I mean, is that just push Cody further down the the pike where it's like, yeah, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. I think he in his head he's probably thinking like, where the hell do I fit in here? You know, yeah. because there's probably still more stars to come in W or in AEW. I remember that last pay-per-view that they did was full gear and he was in a tag match, him and Pac against Malachi Black and um who else was it? Was it the new guy? He's part of Malachi Black's team. It wasn't even him. He hadn't even debuted yet. It was Malachi Black and some other heel. I'm trying to I can't even think of who it is now. Hmm. But it was just this tag match, and I guess initially it was supposed to be a four-way, like number one contenders match, and last minute Tony turned it into a, a tag match. And I kind of remember thinking, because it was like the last match they added. I'll look it up real quick. But it was the last match they added on the card. And I remember thinking, like, wow, that's weird that they don't have Cody factored in on this pay-per-view yet. Yeah. And and then that's the match they added. And it's like, wow, that's kind of odd that they, they would put him, for lack of a better term, in a random tag match. Yeah. On a pay-per-view, like, where he's not factored in as a as a top top guy no real story nothing like that let's see so the match was uh cody rhodes and Pac versus malachi black and andrade that's a weird so that that's like basically two singles matches put together because both of those all four of those guys have stories but they're single stories right so that was i mean of course the main event was page and omega that's where page got the aew title yeah but yeah it was supposed to be initially a four-way maybe like a number one contenders match and then they moved it to a tag match. But that was also like the first night I remember the fans really booing Cody. Yeah. Do you think that's where the insecurity lies too? Because I thought him getting booed, but like thinking he's a babyface was a hell of a good storyline. Yeah, but I think he just genuinely wanted to be a babyface. And it was just like it was eating him up maybe. I think that's part of it, yeah. But I, I mean, it's... Dude, you're out there dressing like Homelander. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> of course people are going to boo you. Well, I remember the one promo where he was like, one night only, I'm going to be the American dream. That was cringy to me. Yeah, you don't do that. I, in my opinion, I was just like, oof. And I, and, and, and I can't speak for Dustin, but if I was if I was Dustin, I would have been pissed at that too. I think. Just because you're... Well, just because it's like, no, like, you're the American nightmare. That's cool, but that's dad. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. leave, leave that alone. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, obviously, I can't speak for Dustin, but that's just how I would have felt in that scenario. Yeah. All in all, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I do know this: uh, his first podcast appearance will be a a big download because people are going to oh, want to yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. You know, and I'll just I'll read the clippings on Twitter, but 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 I mean, but yeah. that's what I'm saying though. Like, it'll be one we all want to know what the hell is going on, right? Because yes. no one really knows. Yeah. And let's be honest: just because he left AEW doesn't mean he can't resign. You know what he's going to do? He's going to leave and he's going to start his own wrestling company. That'll show him. He's going to control his narrative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that there's a segue, big underscore Bane, making it happen. 
So that control your narrative. This is a group with uh, EC3 and uh, Adam Scher, I guess is his name, which is, uh, is it Adam Scher or sure. I don't know. Braun Strowman. I thought this was just like a stable. They did a couple. Sure as hell sounded like a stable. But apparently they're actually making some shows, and they are. this is going to be a, a company moving forward uh, with these two. And I guess Karrion Cross or Killer Cross may be a part mm. of it now too. Yeah, he's a part of it. Um, I mean, you got three really good talents there, so maybe that's what they need. What do you think? Like, is this weird to you? Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I, I didn't expect because I guess I was reading just before you came over that they were possibly getting a TV deal or it was imminent, meaning like it's going to happen. So what 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 TV channel? See, when you say that, I I think if they are smart, they get seasons on like Netflix or Hulu. There you go. That's smart, right? Yes. Twelve episodes or something. One hour shows. Who's funding this? Don't Braun, know. I bet you Braun Strowman is. Does he have the money to fund this? I bet he's got more money than the other two cats. Yeah, but I mean, okay, let's say he's worth five million, and I don't know. That ain't that's not gonna go real far in, in promoting a big time wrestling company. No, no, no. You but, can't stretch that dollar that far. But if he if he's able to get get the money from the networks to put it on and get it going, then um I can see it happening. I just my god, that's a bad idea. C Y N. Terrible name for a wrestling company. Control your narrative. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one, but... Uh, it's I worse guess. than PHPW. <laughs> we'll, know, <laughs> we'll know more soon, I guess. I guess. Right now, it's just kind of up in the air. But I know me and you have said before, the smartest thing for a wrestling company would be get on a streaming service, right? Yeah. And stop worrying about, quote-unquote, television. And here's the thing. If you go to a Netflix, like you're probably lasting four seasons, and you're donezo. True. Um, I mean... I, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be smart just to do it on fight. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like That would probably be your smartest bet. But but then you're paying every time. The, yeah. the thing with putting it on a streaming service, I feel like like if you're on a Netflix, all the wrestling fans will watch it because it's already there, and Netflix is going to see those numbers and be like, damn, that's good, you know? Yeah, but I, I, I'm just speaking for myself here. Those three guys don't sell me on a wrestling show. No, I agree. I mean... Killer Cross pre NXT, yeah, I would have wanted to check it out, but post WWE run, I don't give a shit. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, also announced, not announced, but rumored that we might see Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Title. Of course, Sami Zayn, I guess they taped SmackDown this mm-hmm. week, which will be one, which was two A's ago, because um, they're doing they're in Jeddah for for the uh, Elimination Chamber this yep. weekend. But yeah, he uh, he won the Intercontinental Title. Spoilers. And uh, that's the possible plan. What do you think? I think that uh, it's very WWE. Yeah, I mean it's it's one thing for for Knoxville to have a match because the WrestleMania and celebrity matches that's kind of a thing. But it's another thing for him to go after the title. Yeah, that is kind of weird. It is weird. Uh, um, but then again, it's Johnny. I, I don't give a shit. Johnny Knoxville can do whatever the hell he wants to. You know? His Royal Rumble appearance wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. No, and, and I mean, I was expecting it to be funny bad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, just because everything jackass guys do are really awkward. You yeah, know what I mean? So sure. I was expecting it to be like that, but I, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was interesting. So we'll see what happens. 
Uh, we lost a referee this week. Big underscore Bane. Mickey J passed away. Yeah. Uh, of course, he was a referee in WCW and in WWE for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sad deal, man. Very sad deal. It I sucks. I don't really know what else to say about it other than it's just a, just a sad time when you when you lose someone like that. Yeah. Also, Matt Cardona is the new NWA champion. That's an interesting move. One Very from uh, Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. Very interesting choice. I will say, did this guy have the best post-WWE run of almost anyone that got released? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, as far so. as independently. Yeah. He's done very good for himself. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, what was he, GCW champion? He's NWA nope. champion now. Um, I, I'm sure he's been some kind of impact champion. I don't know. He's like the impact digital media champion or something. Is that an actual title? It's an actual title. My God. Yeah. What are they doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. He won it from Jordan Grace. Okay. What? Oh, that's right. They have intergender matches yes. in a lot of places. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a real thing. Okie dokie. But I feel like he's uh, he's done a good job of making himself marketable. Yeah. In a, in an indie independent world, so good on him for that. You know. Yeah. So yeah, thought I'd touch on that, and uh, that pretty well wraps up our wrestling talk. I know we went long here, but there was a lot to unpack. A lot to unpack, especially with that Cody Rhodes news. And here's another thing to kind of go back to that real quick. Someone tweeted this, and I think they're dead on. They were like, you know, in a time where it's heavily rumored Steve Austin is returning mm-hmm. in like 20 years, almost exactly 20 years. Cody Rhodes is the top news story in the wrestling world. Yeah. I'm like, that's a very good point. Yep. So who knows what will happen. But uh, we got some movie talks. So what do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Break Up and Up at the Movies. This is Break Up and Up at the Movies. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? We got a little bit of movie and TV talk here. Uh, first of all, Peacemaker renewed for a second season. Hell yeah, dude! That really makes me excited for a lot of the DC Max, or like HBO Max original shows. Mm-hmm. I hope we see more of these. I have not really caught up on any of them yet, but I definitely want to. Yeah, I like the Titans is on like four seasons now, which yeah. is crazy. But um. Dude, I personally, I hope that this happens more often. I think it's cool. I do too. And and uh, Peacemaker has probably been my favorite of the bunch. Um, and, Everyone and it, says it's amazing. I haven't watched done, it yet, but I heard it's great. They've just done such a good job with it. And in fact, as we record this, there's a new episode dropping today. So I might um, hurry up and get home and watch it. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely definitely going to check it out. Yeah, I think it's that's definitely cool. And good on John Cena for landing a TV show. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. Hey, that's something The Rock ain't ever done. Well, did, Suck it, Dwayne. He did Ballers for five seasons on HBO. Ah, so shit, you, I forgot about that. You are incorrect. <laughs> I never watched that show. I need to watch. I did. It's like Entourage, but sports. I never watched. I never even knew what that show was. I almost thought it was like The Rock was like a host of some documentary type so show. He's like a former football player that has an injury who becomes a sports agent. Okay. Do you ever watch Entourage? No. So Entourage is, it's very similar. Entourage is about this up-and-coming movie star and his crew that hang around him and his crazy-ass manager who's uh, um, Jeremy Piven, you know, the guy that's from, like, old school. Oh, yeah. And then, like, them kind of going in and out of meetings and getting roles, and, you know, then he has a big movie that does big money, and then he has a flop that he was really excited about, but it does, like, shit. It's like shit bad, and like they watch the cut, they're like, "Oh my god, this movie sucks." Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like about his real life journey through Hollywood, I guess, ups okay. and downs and things like that. 
Ballers is very similar, but it's more about sports, like pro athletes, and then injuries, and mm. like, oh, you can't make the season, and oh my god, maybe your contract's not going to be renewed, you know, things like that. Okay, but it's not a bad show. Okay, um, Heels season one is now officially on Vudu. So if you are not a Stars app person, you can purchase the first season for fifteen dollars. Nice. I think that's pretty cool. I, you haven't actually, have you watched all of Heels? I have not. I think of the first three episodes were on YouTube. I yeah. think I watched those. I did not finish at all. Were you playing to at all? Uh, yeah. I just, it, it, it was good, but it wasn't like. It wasn't as good as you were hoping? Well, it just, it didn't, like if I never finish it, I'm not hurt. It, not, ended, it ended weird. I'll leave it at that. Did it, but was it like weird, like, okay, they got to get back to this story? No, it ended weird. Like what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> can't explain it any other way. Not even that. like a cliffhanger. What the fuck? No, it's a cliffhanger, but it's not even like a. It's like wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Ah, okay. I don't know how to explain it without giving it away completely, yeah. so I don't want to do that. But it ends in a way where you're like, what? That wait, what? Like, well, that's- see, but see, now you're hooking me because now I want to watch it to find out what what the problem is. Here's my issue with heels. Certain aspects of the pro wrestling like world they nailed. Mm-hmm. Certain ones they did not at all. When they when they take elements of pro wrestling and they like, I guess morph them to fit like their thought. It's like that, that doesn't work. Which I guess technically pro wrestling can be whatever you want it to be, you know. But it and still has to make sense, right? But it still has to make sense. I yeah. mean, like that's that I think sometimes is part of the problem when you take certain elements and like, we can do this. We can do that. It's like, that doesn't really work. It's, it's weird now. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't feel right. I guess. Yeah. You're just kind of like, what? That's weird. You're you're expecting like, Oh, there's more to this. And then the episode's over and you're like, Oh, okay. Well, that was odd. And that's not what you want to me. Like how I would want a season to end is like, Holy shit. What's happening next? Yeah. Can't wait for season two. Didn't really have that for me. Jeez. So, yeah, season two of Heels. There we go. <laughs> it is happening. I think they're filming it now, actually, or they're about to. Nice. Uh, also, Turtle Mania. We got tagged in a post by old GBM on this. Did we? We did on didn't. the BBPH. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I did not even see it. And so, um, Seth Rogen has been working on a animated Ninja Turtles film. And I don't know if it's like CGI animation or what, but uh, theatrical released yeah. animated or animated TMNT film, which is the first one since what? Oh, seven. Yeah, I think so. And they've had a couple of live action, but this will be like an animated one. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced that that will be coming in 2023. So next year. Nice. With that, Paramount Plus has announced that they will do a series of movies exclusive to Paramount Plus focusing on some of the villains of TMNT. Hmm. So we kind of talked off the air. Who does that? Is that Shredder? Is that... Krang, Bebop, and Rocksteady, Rat King. Yeah. Don't know. But when they're like a pizza face guy or something there, like that. There was. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a bunch of villains. So yeah. some of them are less popular than others. Baxter Stockman. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, but he's a pretty big character, though. Sure. Um, the Triceratons, you know? Oh, yeah. That'd be badass. So anyway, but I don't know. Are I assume these are animated films would be yeah. my guess. I don't even know if they're short films. I don't know. But. Again, that throws into the whole, like, oh, great, another streaming service. Right. But, again, with any streaming service, you don't have to stay subscribed. You can always come back at any point. True that. Um, what do you thought on that, though, man? Like, we haven't seen a lot of Turtle stuff in a while, so I think that's kind of fun. I, You know, I'm interested in it. I think that'll be uh, that'll be good stuff. Nothing like uh, some Turtle action. I dig it. You know, having a, 
I feel like I haven't been into anything turtles in a while because the last cartoon effort they really kind of messed it up for me by putting raf in charge and getting rid of his size and i think that completely got canceled already i hope so because that was such a bad idea it didn't it didn't last and it was just one of those weird ideas where you're like well that's not good and they made raf like huge in that yes they did i was like that they should all be pretty similar in size well yeah that's how it works yeah i mean it's i don't know very just strange but you know anyway um yeah, so we'll see what happens. Turtle Mania, man. Absolutely. I'm pumped for it. We got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your brain to a bit of toy talk. All right. Big underscore brain. A little bit of uh, interesting news. Just today, as we were about to record this, a zombie sailor dropped a bombshell. He has signed the Road Warriors. Yeah. And uh, they will be in a two-pack. Um, I know that he already had signed the Rock and Roll Express. He's also signed both members of Power and Glory, so I don't know if they're going to be a two-pack or not. That's never been said. Yeah. I know Rock and Roll Express are supposed to be, but uh, we are. he showed off an um, uh, artist rendering or like a hand drawing of Road Warrior Hawk. They will have removable shoulder pads, from what I understand. Um, what do you think about this, man? I dig it. Great idea. I mean, it's huge, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the Road Warriors haven't... I mean, I know the Junk Shop Dog... Sign them for his uh, Popey line, um, which those are kind of fun, but they're like a different type of figure. Okay. These are you know going to be Hasbro style, of course. Um, dude, I think it's a super fun idea. Super fun idea. Um, I'm legit shocked WWE hasn't reached out to try to get that line back. I'm kind of shocked they haven't either. You know what I mean? Because that's just like we've said in the past with like Finn Balor's Demon and The Fiend. I mean... Road Warriors are licensed to print money. You see those figures on the pegs, you are wanting them. It's like even if you don't know who they are, you're like, wow, those are cool. Sure. I mean, they've always been huge sellers yes. as far as their figures, and they haven't had a Mattel Elites in a long time. Very long time. So um, I don't know. I think this is a cool idea. Is this something you would be into? Aren't they like 50 bucks? Well, no, they're like 40 bucks. Oh. So, but it's a two pack, probably about 75 or 80, so, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I think it's a smart idea, though, for Zombie to get them signed. I mean, he's he's signed Andre the Giant and, uh, you know, Brody and a lot of people that I wouldn't have expected him to be able to get. So good on him. I also wonder how uh, ironclad those contracts are, though, if, if a bigger company came, came by. That I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how the contracts work. I don't know if there's some type of working relationship. Cause I mean, here's the thing he signed Rob Van Dam. Yeah. He, there's a heels and faces Rob Van Dam in the works. Rob Van Dam has a Mattel elite out right now. Yeah. So he's under some sort of a legends deal too. So I don't know how that works. That could also be Rob Van Dam just being like, well, yeah, I want the money. Of course. Right. Why, yeah. why wouldn't he, but not even caring about the contract. I don't know the specifics of it, but I mean, I think ultimately it's good for the fans because yeah, they're able to get a Rob Van Dam Mattel Elite and a Rob Van Dam Hasbro style, which I think is awesome. Absolutely. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be cool, but uh, definitely excited for it because I think uh, the Road Warriors having new Hasbros is a fun idea because mm -hmm. we haven't seen official ones in a very long time. And Jason Wolf's customs are amazing, but uh, yes. to have like actual released ones with removable pads, that's a that's a pretty pretty good get for uh, for Zombie. Absolutely. So all right, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Um. Yeah, let's just plug it up. 
Cool. So uh, make sure to check out some of our uh, podcasting buddies like Jeff and Scott over at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. They drop a show every Sunday just like this one, so check them out. Yep. And, of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely. Uh, doing the favor with Eric and Barry, always dropping some great shows. Check those guys out for their watch-alongs, their sports podcasts, all that good stuff over there at Doing the Favor. Yes. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steven Eric's another really fun podcast. Check those guys out talking retro pro wrestling, which is totally my jam. So check them out uh, wherever you get your podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the Face. Check them out as well. Tales from the Estate. And how about we got to shout them out? They are no longer a family of two. Special shout out. They are my old mom and pa. Absolutely. Over there. Tells from the estate. I dig it. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy for him, man. Super happy. Super stoked, man. So so glad. I, I know she's got to be so happy just to have them babies out of her. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I mean, obviously, we can't imagine being pregnant because that's not something we'll ever experience. But being pregnant with twins yeah, would have you know, to be uncomfortable. You know, I, I've always heard that giving birth is almost as painful as, you know, one of men's headaches. <laughs> So, so I, I feel like we can relate to her in a certain sense, you know, but I, send your hate mail to at Bane underscore Bane. It's available on all social media platforms. No, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy for him. I know, I know Drew's happy too, but uh, yeah, for sure. I just, I, I'm, I'm stoked for him, man. I think it's going to be great. And they got the little, little mini tag team champs coming along. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think that's great too. I, oddly enough, they put out an episode this week. I was very shocked by that. I was shocked too. Cause I figured, you know, you know, uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. I figured they'd probably take a couple month hiatus to kind of sure get get used to the transition, you know. Well, and I, I mean, I could only imagine. Again, I don't have kids, but I could imagine the transition for one baby would be tough. Two would have to be really tough. There's actually a guy. Um, he's a few years older than us, but he had triplets. Oh God! They're like eight or nine now, so they're Shoot they're older. The they're older, but it's like, could you imagine triplets? Like, so I've always thought three was a good number with kids, but like like three at the same time. Oh my God. Well, like, so my dad does, you know, appliance repair and he was over there and, uh, their washing machine was, was, uh, was broken. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I have to go get a pump for it. And he goes, the sooner, the better, <laughs> so, you know, they have, it was when they were still babies. Like, right. so you know, they have tons of laundry. Oh, I mean, yeah. three babies. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Think about the diapers alone. My yeah. God, that would be insane. Yeah. You better, you, you have to be like uber rich to have triplets. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That would be, that would be, that would be brutal. So, yeah, Tales from the Estate, make sure to check them out. And uh, give a shout-out to Drew and Caitlin. Uh, congrats to them uh, being uh, being parents to some awesome twin boys. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see them grow up, man. Yeah, me too. Um, wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there. Check them out. Really fun mm-hmm. show. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds over there is another fun one. Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of course, don't forget his amazing chop shop. Absolutely. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. A Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with uh, with Richard and his friend Matt talking horror films and catching up with Aaron and Daniel discussing some fun films from 2011. Oh, yeah. Also, check out our own shows. You know it's fake, right? Every Monday with me and a special guest, as well as uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis every Tuesday. Yes. So how's this season going for you? It's a, is it super fun? Are you just enjoying every minute being around Bill? I'm uh, doing something different this season. I feel like it's working out pretty good for me so far. I'm um, definitely get cocky about it because you know what happens there. I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving a shit anymore, <laughs> right? 
I'm just kind of going with the flow. Just go with the flow. I get you it. You know what? Whatever he wants to do, hell yeah, let's let's hell yeah. let's do it. You know, yeah. and it, it makes it makes it easier for me. Although, um, uh, this past week, uh, he ended up wrecking his car in the middle of the show. What was he driving? His brand new lime green Mercedes that he bought with the PHPW money. I asked, why was he driving? Why was he driving? Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a. There was like a uh, little event um, uh, going down at Parts Unknown, and and their Umberto's was at the event, you know, and so he decided to drive down there to get tacos instead. Instead of us going downstairs, and so as he as he left the parking lot, he got in a wreck, had a little had a little concussion, yeah. a la Dwight Schrute style. It was kind of funny. Uh, that is funny because um, I always laugh at people's misfortunes. Yeah, well, especially Bills. That being said, I, I, I've wondered for the longest time, has he ever thought about, like, maybe you should get food before you start recording or maybe after? I've brought it up to him yeah. many times. And I, I we, uh, there's been a couple of times already we've asked Zelly if she's hungry. Uh, and she's like, no, I, I already already ate. Or, At or appropriate she, time. Or, or she said that, like, my lunch breaks after you guys are done. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where it just... Uh, yeah, he just he likes to take breaks. Well, you looks, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean it's it's only a twenty five minute show. I mean yeah. it's not like it's that big of a deal. Sure, right? It's how long it's, it takes to preheat the oven sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and also check out the TB Toy Cast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. In fact, this week we just dropped an episode on the Mortal Kombat line from Hasbro, which yeah. are kind of GI Joe style. Nice, fun stuff. Uh, all the Bane's music you can find on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. Yes. And then, of course, uh, Outsiders Beard Co. Yeah. If you got a beard or know someone that has a beard, make that beard look good. Get you some beard balm or beard oil. Absolutely. We got the Winter Sins happening right now, as well as the Twitter exclusive Bane Brew number one. Beautiful. And then, of course, all of our T-shirts can be found at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, Whatamaneuver.net, search my store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, um, TB Toycast, Bane, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Tales from the Estate, etc., etc. Get all of the shirts anytime. Yes. Anything else, man? Uh, that's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Gotta hit the right button, kid. Know it. time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It was good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Psycho! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.